This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. Hey, everybody. Wayne Campbell with the driver's side. Real talk, real drivers. We're going to jump to the feed here, and we're going to start talking about some things. I'm going to be bringing somebody on here shortly. i got a great guest today, and I'm excited he's here because he's, he's got a fresh perspective. He's young, and he's determined. And the fact that he's on this show today is a blessing. It really is. Um, but we're going to bring him on. We're going to talk about a lot of things here. And we're going to talk about training. But I think he's created a platform himself. Okay, I'll let him explain it. But he's created something for drivers, little owner-operators and stuff like that, that go into parts of the industry that really don't have a clue, in my opinion. But I'll let him bring it on and, and introduce you know, his, his creation and stuff like that. Because I don't want to speak too much on it because that's why I'm having him on. His name's Craig Bliss, and um, I'm going to bring him on right now. So, everybody, say hello to Craig Bliss. What do you say, brother? Hey, how's it going, Wayne? I appreciate that uh, <laughs> that a warm welcome there. <laughs> First of all, I'm trying to shake off the nerves. What about you? Hey, same thing over here on my side. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, right? It is. It is. Right, yeah, so, I definitely appreciate it. So, do me a favor, Craig. Tell me what you're about. Well, I'm about uh, fairness, and that's why uh, you mentioned I do have the uh, platform I started, freight brokers and truck drivers. Um, the reason why I started this platform. Uh, I lost audio. Hold on, Craig. We lost you. All right, stand by, guys. Let me let my team get that figured out. So, Craig, he, he, Craig's created a platform for drivers, for owner-operators, I believe. So, we'll, we'll get back to him. But let me go back to, to courtesy and respect to drivers. Let me, let me pull this off because, um, for some reason, we're having audio problems all of a sudden. But that's all good. We're going to get through this. But um, So, basically, what I'm trying to say about training, I was a driver trainer for a long time. Not just OTR, but in the oil field. And OTR is rough. Okay, the way it's set up, it's it's set up in a situation to where, well, they're telling me he's back, but we're going to get to that. So anyway, oh, well, hold on. Oh, damn. You back? We're live. <laughs> this is a lot of fun, right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> get our shit together, right? It's all good. It's all good. All right. All right. Come on, Craig. Tell me what you're about. Let's get into this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As I was mentioning, you know, I created the group Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers and started my training with Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers because I noticed there's a huge disconnect between owner operators and small fleets and the people who have the freight. And that's why, you know, the majority of my time is spent training owner ops, small fleets, as well as freight agents uh, to have a more successful business. And how's it working so far? So far, it's, it's doing just fine. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, plenty of work? Plenty of work. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so how do people find you? Great question. You know, uh, of course, with my group, freight brokers and truck drivers, uh, people normally know me from that. Uh, but I also have a training page, um, and that's where a lot of people connect with me. You know, I, I uh, connect with a lot of people if I see someone struggling. I usually reach out privately myself to see what I can do to help them or who I can introduce them to to get the help that they're needed. Nice. So what's the biggest problem you're running into? 
Biggest problem I'm running into is the lack of training. It's uh, it could be training from the company uh, that the driver's with, or to be honest, it could be because the driver doesn't feel they need training. And in this market, you know, you and I talked about before, uh, the drivers need as much training as they can to maximize their potential to survive when the market is this low. Bingo, winner, winner. Exactly. Right. right. And see, that's the thing. And, you know, he, here's a big thing that you touched on. You touched on the training part, right? Yeah. They think they know what they're doing, don't they? They come yep. out here actually thinking they know what they're doing because they're getting trained the wrong way, aren't they? Exactly. Right there. Why do you think that's happening? Well, um, as you touched on it, it's uh, people, or I should say recruiters in a lot of cases, or mega carriers, are just pushing these drivers through the door getting them out on the road, you know, within weeks, um, in some cases, from the time they get a CDL to the time they're on the road. And in my opinion, as you touched up on that a little bit as well, it's a lack of training that's causing a lot of harm to the industry. Almost in every aspect, I believe. Oh, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So you see what he said, though, the big megas? Right. Because they actually structure those students for their free, and that's it, Correct. That is exactly right. That's it. Just they're free to support them. Okay, we lost you again. Hold on. Exactly. What's he, what he's saying is exactly right. Okay. The fact of the matter is what these big megas do is they push them through like mills. It's like puppy mills. You know? And they basically do what they want, when they want, how they want. On top of the fact that the big lie is that, well... You're your own boss. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? What these megas are doing is they're setting people up to fail because they push the lease purchase program on them and then they push the loan on them from the school so they create enough revenue that the freight really doesn't matter to them. So I'm going to go back to Craig because we got him back. Hello? Yeah, I'm back here. Did you hear what <laughs> I have to say? I, I did. And, and, you know, I totally agree with that. And that's the issue. You know, a lot of people scream at driver shortage. I don't exactly see that in a lot of cases. What you do see is a lack of trained drivers or veteran drivers. Um, that's what I see personally. So, uh, well, give, give me an example in the lack of training. Great question. And so a lot of things that I personally see, um, one thing that I work on a lot in my training is make more money. That's what I talk about the most. And what I see is the lack of training drivers had, have is how to receive the money they deserve. And we're talking as simple as detention, layovers, what have you. A lot of times these drivers are becoming, you know, from a company driver to an owner off, they jump into a truck, they have their own authority, have their own business. And not only do they not know how to rate correctly, they don't know how to receive the funds they deserve when things come up. Um, during the shipment, as I mentioned, such as detention. That's the biggest one I help drivers get. Um, I was keeping a full at one time, I lost count. I'm helping a driver who's recovered thousands in one week of um, payments <laughs> they have not received. And in my, you know, and what I believe in, that's driver 101. You should know how to get the money at the very least once you get on your own, owning your own business. Just like using a fuel island. You should know that as soon as you come out of school. You know, these mills that you mentioned, they're not teaching you how to do all that. 
because they don't want you to know all that. They just want you to know how to drive 10 and 2 on the steering wheel and make your deliveries. That's it. Right. So obviously training is a major problem in this industry, isn't it? Oh, for sure. On all sides of the industry. Right. Especially the safety side. Of course. So, <laughs> That's so Craig, what, what is it that you feel can change in this industry to help it? Well, kind of an unsatisfying answer, but people taking charge of their business. It's I'm huge on this. You have to have a solid foundation before you can even be successful, let alone make it to the next level. So you have to sharpen up your skills, look at what you are doing, what you're great at, and start learning more from there. If you think you know it all, that's your first problem. And there's gonna be the people, you know, the younger crowd, we should say, or the mega carriers, if you will, who are gonna eat you out alive if you don't continue your training and start sharpening your skills that you already have. Correct, because here's the deal, we said it before, they train them for their structure, their exactly. model, and how their freight works. When you go out into the real world, it's a little different in the freight situation, isn't it? You've got it. it's a whole lot different, and a lot of drivers don't know that working for these mega carrier mills, they think it's as easy as picking up and delivering, and they're forgetting all the uh, very important operational parts in the mix there. That's why it's very important for people like you, you know, people like myself as well, who uh, who talk about this in the industry, who help drivers realize they're not only realize their potential, but realize that they do a little bit more how much further they can go in their career. Or how about they just realize what they're actually worth? Hey, hey, right there. I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Come on, right. guys. Wake up, drivers. Seriously, the lack of training in this industry is so through the roof. I mean, yeah. let alone on the safety side. Okay, with all the empty, well, first of all, with recruiters, with the empty promises and all that stuff and the lies of, oh, you're going to own your own business and you're your own boss. But don't worry about the variables and all that stuff. We'll just throw you out there. Right, right. Figure it out on your own. Let us know if you need help. I mean, that that's kind of the attitude in the industry, which is totally wrong. It's kind and of, it, <laughs> flip. Hold on. It's kind of like giving King Kong a fucking Tic Tac, isn't it? <laughs> it's just it not going to fucking work. It, it, it's definitely not going right. to work. Now, now, now I'm finally loosened up. Thank God. But, yeah, um, you know, yeah. uh, <clears throat> well, here's the deal. Let me go to some questions, okay? I, I actually got some people that's on the line here. So let me see if I can get into here and, and see if we can go to the audience. Are, are you seeing the Are you seeing the live feed, Craig? I am. I am. I'm on it right now. Uh, okay, careful of, uh, of bouncing there. All right. Let's see yeah, if I, I can see um, what's going on here because sometimes my feed's freezing. Craig, maybe you can pull a couple comments off 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 the uh, feed. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me pull up some because I, I hold on real quick. I believe you got some people watching, don't you? We do. Okay. Um, what's going on here? Because sometimes my feed's freezing. Craig, maybe you could pull a couple comments off 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 the uh, feed. Yeah, let me uh, let me pull. Up. Up. Hold on here, guys. Let me see if I can get into here. Because for some reason, I can't see my feed on that one. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna go to some comments, guys. And um, here, another thing I want to touch on um, before we go to the comments is is veterans and. Oh, uh, new school. It's it's really it's really um, the toxicity between the two is sad, in my opinion. Um, with technology and the way things are going, guys, we really have to start working together. We really, really do, because if we don't, we're, we're really going to fall. I mean, this industry is going to really just the bottom is going to completely fall out of it. 
I, I just don't understand the lack of respect and courtesy towards each other as drivers. You know, you guys, that's your workspace. You know, for things to get better within your industry, you guys really got to reach out to each other. What do you think, Craig? Uh, you know, I totally agree. And uh, you could probably relate to this as well. In my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers, it's a ton of drivers kind of bashing each other, ton of drivers bashing the industry. And one thing I, you know, constantly plead, drivers need to work together. The smaller guys have to help out the other guys for everyone to survive. Right. I agree. So, okay, I'm going to go to a question here. It's from, from Chris. He's my buddy. I love you, Chris. I miss you, brother. Yeah, I don't miss you, but uh, whatever, Chris. All right. So, Craig, this comment is it's called the sink or swim method in the deep end. Typically, typical mega techniques, what do you think? Yeah, it's. Um, it, we just talked about that just a minute ago. That's exactly what it is. Here's your CDL. Jump in the deep end. If you uh, float, you're good to go. Well, don't forget, you'll be in a complete shitload of debt. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. Uh, right. that I mean, debt, debt up to your eyeballs, but hey, don't worry. Just go out there and haul our cheap freight. Yeah, yeah. let me know. <laughs> All right. Used to be a driver. Knew, knew as much as the guys in the shops. Oh, well, I, that's just, well, well, that's good. That's a good thing. You should know as much as the guy in the shops, right? You drive a truck. Well, sure. actually... I don't believe that because I didn't know shit about a truck. I paid people to fix my truck. I'm sorry. Or my truck was company and it got fixed. For example, the oil fields. I was in the oil field for five years and I was a company driver. I've always been a company driver. Um, I did the lease purchase at one time and what a joke to me that is. What do you think? What do you think about that lease purchase program? I mean, it's uh, one of the best scams out in the industry. I know there's probably some good lease you know, purchase programs out there, but there's also could be unicorns. And so... What about no commitment from the carriers? Uh, now, are we talking about the uh, larger side or uh-huh. the larger carriers or the driver in particular? Okay. All right. Well, hold on. One more time, Craig. What was that? Yeah. Are you asking uh, in particular with the carriers? Yeah, with the carriers. With, with carriers. Yeah, with the carriers. You know, one thing I'm noticing, uh, the carriers, you know, of course, going from a great year of 2018, they hired everybody they can lay their hands on. And now in 2019, um, from what I'm experiencing, a lot of companies I'm working with personally, there's a lot of poaching going on. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of ideas to retain these uh, drivers that they have because these megas, not only megas, but other smaller companies are just poaching them all out. You know, I actually don't see um, I don't see people committed or drivers committed to a carrier. And that's not always a driver's fault. It could be uh, what the carrier is providing, or in this case, what the carrier is not providing, which another company can promise them. <laughs> You're quite a knowledgeable young man. <laughs> what, what made you get into this? Well, actually, uh, I fell into logistics on accident. Uh, quick story here. Um, I didn't even know what the word logistics meant when I was 18 years old. I worked at a uh, Subway deli in Chicago. A recruiter came in, asked if I wanted to interview at a mega brokerage which is Redwood now. Um, I said, sure, you know, that was Friday. Started my first day on Monday and it just opened up my world to another <laughs> side of the industry I had no idea about. And from there, I just been passionate about logistics, which is crazy because you don't meet very many people passionate about logistics. Uh, but <laughs> oh, You're kind of yeah. an odd duck there, pal. It, it is, I, I, I totally agree. That's why I admit to it. <laughs> what about the drivers though? 
Uh, say it one more time. What about the drivers? You know, the drivers, I'm going to mention some. When I worked at this mega brokerage, I knew nothing about the carrier side. All I knew was how to make more money from them. It was when I was approached uh, by a smaller carrier, the owner of that smaller carrier, who actually uh, took me under his wing and showed me everything I needed to know about the carrier side. Um, and I worked with him for many years before his passing, but I credit him with uh, teaching me about the carrier side and teaching me about the disconnects with the drivers and also what drivers face every day and the struggles and challenges they face um, and the lack of help they have. And I think that's what, um, you know, what gets me going, what makes me do what I do and put all the time into this. I want to touch on one thing that he said, because I really didn't hear anything until he said, when he said he took me under his wing. How often do you hear that today? How often do you hear... Somebody took me under their wing and taught me. You don't hear it much anymore. That's called old, that's called old school values and old school it ways. It is. And this uh, truck driver, he was old school. We met just simply me calling him, you know, tracking his load in the middle of the night. Um, you know, I met up with him face to face, met who he was. He seen who I was. And he wanted to teach me the carrier side. And I'm honored, glad, blessed that I did. Kind of put me in the position I am now, which, of course, I like the position I am now calling myself carrier focused consultant because I'm a consultant for the logistics industry. However, this you know, owner operator, the carriers, the small fleets, those are the guys I look for because those are the guys who need, need the most help. And those are the ones I help out the most. So you're looking out for the little guy. I, I definitely am. Yeah. Uh, someone looked out for me. I was a little guy and I'm doing the same. You're awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to touch on a comment from, from a viewer that's very dear and kind to me. Her name is BJ Taylor. She said, I'm going to touch on this first, Craig, and then we'll go to you. She says, what kind of training do you advise? You want to know the truth, BJ? Right now at the moment, I think that community colleges are really good at training truck drivers because they're very intense with it as far as that goes to schooling. I think you guys really, the people that are coming into the truck industry really need to do their diligent work on these schools because most of them are mills, Okay. But what I think, I think training needs to be restructured, period. I think truck drivers that are coming, or drivers that are coming to this, people that are coming to this industry should be sent across the country and put in situations of weather and stuff like that and trained in courses like that. And not just in a three-month span during the summer and they have no winter driving and they just go out and drive. That's what's killing people, in my opinion. I think the level should be at least, at, uh, you should have a, at least three months solid training. Solid, solid training behind the wheel with an actual trainer that doesn't drive while you're, while, while you're going down the road. You, you, it just it needs to be more hands-on. They need to stop people treating people like teams when they just come out of school and they run them like a team. Right there, it's, it's wrong. And I think as far as one thing needs to really change is the test, the general knowledge test. There should be no room for 20% error because there's no room for error in trucking because you kill somebody. What about you, Craig? Hey, you know, I want to touch up a little bit. You said that 20% error. You know that 20% error? You know what that looks like? It looks like that pileup crash that we witnessed in Colorado. Tragic event, you know, killed a bunch of people, newer driver, um, I know people believe, you know, different sides of that story. But to me, that's what that 20% looks like. 
it looks tragic. And and I'm with you there. If you can't drive a you can't train a driver in the Midwest, then have them delivered to Colorado or Arizona. It's we're a whole different train on this side of the map. And these mega carriers um, either don't care or they're not putting um, enough thought into what they're doing because I mean we just seen in Colorado mountainous terrain is difficult for new drivers it is extremely difficult and so there has to be more realistic training with drivers all right exactly okay so hopefully bj we got you a, a little bit of an answer on that one because I, I, that woman she's a veteran of the industry she's been in this industry for a long time and, and she's very dear to me and and, and 